2: Locked on Podcast Network and Odyssey present Locked on today.
3: Turns out LeBron James, still pretty good. Should the Eastern Conference be worried about the Celtics? Plus how are the Bucks finding ways to win these big games? I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the stories you need to know and the biggest debates in sports. You're locked on today
2: searching all major sports found let's start with the biggest story
3: lebron james turns out he's still really really good he can reach in the kind of kind of back machine you don't have to go way way back for lebron to have been really really good he's still really really good 56 and 10 in a 124-116 win over the warriors a much needed win For the Lakers, Uh, Andy Kamenetsky from Locked On Lakers is here with me now. And and Andy, this is a team fighting to get out of the play-in tournament. That seems unlikely at this point, but does seeing a performance like this change at all how you feel about their chances should they get in?
4: Well, first of all, I want to correct you. I don't think there's so much fighting to get out of the play-in tournament as they are fighting to stay in it. <laughs> okay. I mean, look, there there are five games as of this recording behind the Clippers for the eighth seed, and they're only three games ahead of Portland to stay. You know, at the ten, if they fell behind New Orleans, so you know, let, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Um, as far as what this game does in terms of giving me hope, I mean, as a one game sample size, no because you just need to see more consistency, not just in their execution, but in their focus, and frankly, their desire and will and belief. But if nothing else, a game like this just helps the Lakers keep going. You know what I mean? Like They they need tangible things to feel like they're playing for right now, because this is a team that had championship aspirations and As we noted right now, they are just trying to stay in the playoff mix. It's been incredibly disappointing, and AD's return is still TBD. They need things like this just to
3: hang their hat on
4: and keep their spirit up.
3: LeBron James loves to invent boogeymen to conquer, like the whole Wash King thing that he started. No one was saying he was washed, and then uh, he was complaining that everyone was saying he was washed. But does, does a game like this, could a game like this, not remind him he's lebron james he knows he is but just say like this if this is what i have to do then this is what i have to do and i can still do it um
4: i it's interesting i don't know how much of a reminder he needs that he can do this as much as you know sort of reasons to believe he should keep doing it you know what i mean because like he's he's in a place in his career where you know like i remember covering kobe pre Achilles, but on the the second end of his career, you know around you know season or two before he he tore it, and him talking about like I only have so many dunks left in me, so I gotta ration out when I use them and LeBron is at a place where you know he does have to ration out what's still left in the tank because the level that he's playing at and the responsibilities with that type of mileage there's no template for this what he's doing is literally unprecedented, so you know, he he does need to, I think, just make sure, like, does this all feel worth it? You know, I mean, like, from a, from a pragmatic standpoint with career maintenance, like, is it worth it for him to burn this percentage of whatever's left in the tank for this season?
3: Should the Eastern Conference be worried about the Boston Celtics? That's next.
2: If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Now, here's what you need to be locked on today.
3: The Rockets are tanking this year, right? The Houston
5: Rockets get the win. It's been a minute since we've been able to say that. What's up, Jackson Gatlin from over here, Locked on Rockets. The Rockets getting the upset over the formerly number two overall seed in the Western Conference, Memphis Grizzlies. What a game this was for the Houston Rockets. The big three in full effect for Houston. Kevin Porter Jr., Christian Wood, and Jalen Green all having very impressive nights. Christian Wood, dominant in this game. Probably his best game of his Rockets career on both ends of the floor, offense and defense. Kevin Porter Jr. Lighting it up in this one posted 19 points in the third quarter. Had 19 of the Rockets, 40 in the third quarter. And Jalen Green learning how to score at the NBA level. He is going to be a certified three-level scorer, mixing in the mid-range into his game in this one, specifically and over the last few handful of games for the Houston Rockets. has been an amazing development to see at this point in the season. Hit the step back over Brandon Clark. Not quite a dagger, but definitely a big-time shot in the final minutes of this game. We're going to break it all down for you right over at Locked on Rockets.
3: Baylor cornerback Kalen Barnes and Texas San Antonio cornerback Tariq Woolen ran two of the fastest 40 yard dash times in the combine's history. Barnes' official 4 2 3 clocking was the fastest ever for a defensive back and is now considered the second fastest time to receiver John Ross's 4 2 2 in 2017. Georgia defensive tackle Jordan Davis, all 341 pounds of him, finished the 40 in 4.78 at the Combine on Saturday night. That 4.78 was the fastest player over 330 at the Combine since 2006 and is believed to be one of the fastest times for a player of that size in the event's history. Davis later had a standing broad jump of 10 feet 3 inches, believed to be The record for a player, over 300 pounds, and he's 341. Unbelievable the way that this guy moves. The MLB Players Association gave a written collective bargaining agreement proposal to Major League Baseball on Sunday. It included... A $5 million reduction to the union's last offer in a pre-arbitration bonus pool, but it did not include any changes to its competitive balance tax proposal, according to a source familiar with the situation. The meetings in New York lasted 95 minutes, with the union suggesting afterward that the two sides meet again Monday. Deputy Commissioner Dan Hallam and union chief negotiator Bruce Meyer met after Sunday's meetings with the league, but the league said it will get back to the players about a meeting On Monday. A lot of nothing. Thanks. Anyway. Reacting to WNBA star Brittany Griner being detained in Russia, Secretary of State Antony Blinken said on Sunday that the U.S. will, quote, provide every possible assistance to citizens who are being held in foreign countries. There's only so much I can say given the privacy considerations at this point, he added. Whenever an American is detained anywhere in the world, we, of course, stand ready to provide every possible assistance, and that includes in Russia. He finished by saying, We have an embassy team that's working on the case of other Americans who are detained in Russia. We're doing everything we can to see to it that their rights are upheld and respected. Here's what to look for on BetOnline, your number one spot for all your daily gambling needs. Some good NBA action to look out for tonight. The Chicago Bulls. They were the talk of the Eastern Conference, but the trade deadline has given new life and talent to the Philadelphia 76ers. They play tonight, and the BetOnline.net line for that game has Philly favored by 7. The Sacramento Kings and the New York Knicks may be on the tank train at this point, but the BetOnline.net line for this game is Sacramento giving 3. The Los Angeles Lakers and San Antonio Spurs face off as the Lakers try to salvage their season. The BetOnline.net line for this game, Spurs Favored by two and a half. Bet online where the game starts.
2: Here is another story you need to know.
3: The plucky upstart Boston Celtics have turned into the highly dangerous and potentially very scary Boston Celtics. Jason Tatum drops 54 on the Brooklyn Nets in a 126 120 win on Sunday. Kyrie Irving gets the business from the Boston faithful. Joining me now, John Corrales from Locked On Celtics. And, and John, we, we talked a couple weeks ago when, when Boston was in the midst of that hot streak, uh, what this meant for them, and and how this changed your perception of this team. I have to believe the last couple of weeks has further changed your perception of what this team can be given the way they've been playing.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, I, I think that there's a, a real chance that they... Uh, that they have a path out of the East. I think there's a, a possibility that the the way they played against Memphis and against Brooklyn has been uh, I want to say enlightening in a way because they they've now been able to beat really good teams. and the way they beat the Brooklyn Nets was especially uh, interesting because it wasn't it wasn't the the normal, the Celtics just bear down on defense and move the ball and all of that stuff, the style of play that's gotten them this far. This was a playoff style win where the defense really wasn't doing what, what it had been doing. And this was Jason Tatum saying, you know what, I'm going to take over and in game adjustments from Ime Doka that they start blitzing. They never blitz and they start doing all of these, these little things. And you come away with a hard fought shootout win and, I was having conversations afterwards in the media room and and we're all like, who are these guys? (laughs) And we, you have to take them seriously because they're doing the things that a dangerous team would do. You have to say that the Celtics have a a decent chance now, which is unbelievable considering how their season started.
3: Uh, You you mentioned that, that it wasn't the way that the Celtics had been winning these games, the defense, which has been suffocating all, 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 season. They they won with offense, and in fact, said coming into the game, the players were talking about we knew we were going to have to beat the Nets with offense. So the fact that they did it, what what does that mean to you as as we look toward the playoffs?
0: Um, it, well, it, it means that there was another level there that we we weren't sh- we weren't sure that they were ever going to reach this season, but it's there if if Tatum can keep doing stuff. Now, obviously, fifty four points is insane. To think he's going to do that all the time, but uh, he's, if he's able to play this way in, in, in its style of play, which is he invites the double teams now and doesn't try to beat them. He just says, okay, you want to send two guys at me? Let me just draw these guys away from the rest of my teammates, give the ball up and trust them to do what they've got to do. And, and every once in a while, it means getting the ball back and in, in a better position to score. If, Tatum is doing that consistently, and he wasn't doing that consistently at the beginning of the season. And there were injuries and COVID and a lot of reasons why they weren't doing that. Um, if he's able to do that consistently, and he has been recently, then that changes the dynamic because that just makes everybody more dangerous. You're gonna have to pick and choose, and now you've got Jalen Brown and three teammates, Marcus Smart, who's been a pretty good point guard in all of this. And depending on who, you, if it's Robert Williams on the floor. Then he's gonna he's gonna draw the def- de- defenders in. That that's what makes these guys a better offensive team than than we could have imagined. Because he Tatum changed the dynamic, and, and this is exactly what Ime Odoka has been challenging him to do when he came into the season. Since he's come into the season, which is make his teammates better. We're seeing it. This and and the scary part is this is just the beginning.
2: If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
3: Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. Have you tried the Built Puffs? These things have changed the protein bar game. Protein-infused marshmallows. Protein-infused marshmallow. One more time. Protein infused marshmallow. They're fluffy. You get the crunch from the chocolate and they are just like the rest of their line. High in fiber, high in protein, low in net carbs, low in sugar, yet they taste amazing. Churro, coconut marshmallow. That's my go-to. Banana cream pie. Come on. Those flavors just sound delicious. Go to built.com and scroll through Everything, all the options, and if you don't believe me about the macros, check them out. Check them out. Most built bars, 130 calories, but four grams of sugar, four grams of net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. It will blow your mind how good they taste with that profile. And I can incentivize you to try it. I can. I can make it easier for you. Use the promo code Locked15. Go to built.com to get 15% off your next order. That's Locked15. For 15% off at built.com.
2: Agree or disagree? This is the Q of the Day.
3: The last three games for the Milwaukee Bucks. A close win over the Miami Heat. A close win over the Chicago Bulls. And a close win. Over the Phoenix Suns, they are finding ways to pull out victories against really good teams, albeit Phoenix without Devin Booker and Chris Paul. Joining me now from Locked On Bucks, Kane Pittman. And Kane, uh, has have you noticed anything that has been different about this team in terms of their execution, their intensity level uh, in the, in the last few games that have allowed them to to get these crucial wins?
1: Well, perhaps not during the first three quarters of these games. And it's not to, it's not, it's not to, say, it's not to say that they weren't trying to win. It's not to say they, they weren't uh, out there trying to compete. But there's no doubt that we have seen a different level of intensity from their best players in the fourth quarter over these last few games. And you mentioned some of the players that were missing, obviously, uh, for Phoenix. But still, for this Milwaukee team, before this stretch, uh, where they've won these three games, they ranked 29th in the league for actual clutch time minutes. They just hadn't been in a lot of close games, whether they're winning or losing. So this last little stretch here uh, has to be good for them just to to practice these tight situations a little bit.
3: And it, it has been, as you mentioned, the, the big three in this in this Suns game. It wasn't Giannis who was dealing with foul trouble. In fact, he had his lowest scoring tor- total in, in five years in the second half. But Chris Middleton puts up 44. You had Drew Holiday close out the Bulls game. They're getting contributions from different guys but it's still this core big three.
1: Well, it does matter against Phoenix as well because we think back to the NBA Finals and clearly you got some pretty great performances from Middleton and Drew Holiday within that series. But Giannis was basically putting up 36, 37 a night. So to be able to win this game while he doesn't have those huge numbers has to feel good as well. And Drew Holiday's the guy. You mentioned 15 points in the fourth quarter against Chicago. He had 17 points. In the fourth quarter tonight, here against Phoenix, so it is. It's always going to come back to those big three guys. We know the the role players that they did have out of the lineup tonight, but ultimately, as long as they have those three guys, you feel like they're a chance against anyone.
3: To close out the season, they have the fewest home games in the league. They still have to play Golden State, Utah, Chicago, Memphis, Philly, Brooklyn, uh, Chicago again, Boston. They've got plenty of tough games on the slate. So, what what do they need? to get into the playoffs feeling maximally good about their chances to repeat as title champs.
1: Yeah, probably defense. Just continue to tighten up the defensive end. Uh, we discussed it on Locked on Bucks and asked the question, is it actually maybe a good thing for this Bucks team that their run to the playoffs is so difficult because that you can't afford to sleepwalk through games against these teams because they'll just come out and beat you? And because the standings matter so much in the East, uh, I, I don't think that's the worst thing. This team, hopefully... Uh, with a bit of luck, enters the postseason looking pretty sharp.
3: And finally, another sad story from the Ukraine Russia conflict. Ukrainian team basketball player Bodan Popova was killed this week. The 6 3 Popova averaged 13 points and 19 rebounds per game. He dreamed of playing basketball in the NCAA for UCLA because he idolized Bill Walton. Kids being robbed of their dreams also a megalomaniac can play out some fantasy. It's really sad. Thanks for making Locked On Today your first listen. For your second listen, download Locked On Bets. All the gambling advice you need in about 20 minutes. Coming up Tuesday, can the Chicago Bulls compete with the Sixers in the East? So at least until tomorrow, stay locked on today.